Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. We are on episode number seven, tips for surviving the holiday season. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Let's start talking about some traditions because this time of year, it's all about traditions, right? Let's talk about one tradition in particular that our family got into, I I think about eight or nine years ago. Um, This is a tradition where I have seen a lot of backlash actually this season on social media and I have a confession to make. I kind of understand the backlash. Um... My kids are awesome. I have uh, three children, and they keep me on my toes about our family traditions this time of year. They don't let anything slip by, especially this one. And the one I'm talking about is the elf on the shelf. Guys, I don't love the elf on the shelf, and here's why. It's a lot of pressure And I already feel like I'm under a lot of pressure to just kind of keep things going this time of year. Um, You know, we do the pajamas, we do the baking, the cooking, obviously the shopping, the presents. Um, We do the glittering lights and um, all of the little things that we've been doing over the years. But this tradition, the elf on the shelf in particular takes a lot of energy as far as I'm concerned. First, I'm not that creative. I mean, God bless those of you who can like come up with the awesome scenes and scenarios with your elf on the shelf. Your children are blessed to have you as a parent because I just can't think of that many different things that this elf could be doing in my home. So kudos to you guys that can get really creative about it. But I hate having to set an alarm at night after I'm already in bed and I make sure my kids are asleep um, to move the damn elf. I'm not going to lie. I resent it so much. Um, My daughter, thankfully, she's 17. She's just taking it on this year because I wasn't going to do it. My youngest is eight. He's kind of borderline on whether he believes in Santa right now. And it just, I was just going to keep him packed away, the elf, not my son, the elf packed away this year and just be like, "Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't, I think he, you know, he goes to children's homes who are between like one and seven. I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say to him. Not, and that brings me to the story. Like I know there's a book that we're supposed to read at the beginning of the season, but I can't remember the rules. I can't remember why he moves every night. So I'm constantly like making up these lies or stories or whatever you want to call them to my eight-year-old because I can't remember what the rules are. So I know someone's not supposed to touch him, but 
I think adults can touch him or I don't know. He loses his magic. It is too much to handle. I I just can't keep up with it. So it's the having, remembering having to move him. It's remembering all of the rules and not to mention that we have this wide-eyed, smiley, smirky doll that moves around our house at night. It just kind of creeps me out. The whole thing does. So again, kudos to you that keeps this tradition alive, but I am so anxious to let this one go, pack it away, and just be done with it for good. So anyway, I um, I am a big um a big Christmas person. I love the season. I am. I like to celebrate it the day after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm kind of like a traditionalist in that. Again, I, I totally appreciate those of you guys who are decorating early in November and stuff. But um, so our Christmas season officially started a couple of weeks ago after Thanksgiving. And in order to keep my sanity, I have a few tips um, that I'll share with you that where I keep my home organized. But also I'm going to share with you some time management tips because if you follow me, you know I truly believe time management is the first step in staying organized. And so I'll go over my time management buckets and I'll just give you one little thing that you should be doing or remembering for the season. Not too much because who needs a lot of stuff on their plate this time of year, right? I mean, we already have everything that, um, or everything coming at us this time of year. So we'll start with home organization. Um, When it comes to home organization, I follow and teach a four-step process. Step one is always declutter and sort. Step two, create a zone. Step three, label and contain. And step four, teach and maintain. So let's start with step one. What is something that you should be doing this time of year to keep your home organized? Step one is important. As you're taking um, all of the Christmas stuff and you're bringing in those bins from the garage or the storage unit or you know guest bedroom closets or wherever you store your Christmas stuff, it's nice to just lay everything out and then just kind of declutter. So take a really hard look at what you have and is it really worth keeping this item because a lot of the stuff does take up a lot of space. So consider donating items. A lot of times we'll keep items we don't even like so we don't put them out every year. It's okay to donate them. It's okay to let them go and let someone else get joy out of it. Um, A lot of times things get smashed or broken while it's being stored. So now's the time to kind of cull through and toss broken pieces and, you know, little bulbs, things like that, that get damaged. So declutter and sort. All right. So sorting, I want you to look at your bins and try to sort by the type of decoration that you have. For instance, Christmas tree ornaments. If you decorate your mantle, if you decorate outside of your home, Um, consider sorting by how you decorate because that will help you um, years down the road when you're, um, so say there's one year where you're like, I'm not going to decorate the outside. We're just doing a Christmas tree. 
all you'll need to do is pull out your Christmas tree decorating bin. Or if you're like me, the Christmas tree is my jam. Um, I like to go with a different theme every year, a different color scheme. Um, this is something that does not make my kids super happy. They think I'm a little bit of a control freak with it. That's okay. I am. I freely admit it. So this year I went with um, red and green. <clears throat> and so I like to have, so that I know, so I have my red and green Christmas tree ornaments separate from my <clears throat> silver and gold um, and so this makes it easier again when I know what I want to do with decorating the tree. Okay, so now that you've decluttered and sorted your bins, I want you to start to think about zoning your house this time of year. Don't overthink it. You don't need to go crazy with this. Again, let's keep everything simple, especially this time of year. Consider zoning for a wrapping station. For me, a wrapping station is two bins. And these bins hold wrapping paper, bows, gift bags, tissue paper. And then I also make sure I have like um, packing material if I'm going to mail a box and also scissors and tape. So that way everything is contained in these two bins. They can go from room to room wherever we decide to wrap presents. And I'm not like having to run around and look for a pair of scissors or run to the store to buy tape. It's all in my wrapping station. So that is one zone. Um, another thing that we like to do this time of year is a baking zone. So this is kind of something I just pull out from the trenches of my pantry and cabinets and pull out all of the baking supplies. Um, and they kind of stay out on the counter. I mean, they're, they're easily um, accessible this time of year. The rest of the year really don't bake much. So it can go high up. But this time of year, I kind of make a baking zone so that it's accessible. The kids and I have a tradition to try like a new recipe um, or two every year. So when we get in the mood, we'll get in the kitchen and bake together. All right. Um, the other zones that I have in my house are a kid zone and a kid-free zone. Normally, the other 11 months of the year, my kids rule this place. I mean, they run this house. My house is not you know, um, Pinteresty perfect. Like my kids definitely live here and you can tell when you walk in my door, but this is the one time a year where I do create a kid free zone. And I'll tell you why. Number one is a lot of my Christmas stuff is, um, like family heirlooms. It has a lot of memories and I don't want them to get broken. I just don't. I just want to keep my kids away from them. So what I do, my kid-free zone, is the room where my Christmas tree is. Again, I am super OCD about my Christmas tree. I am a control freak. Um, my family has just come to accept this about me. But I like a nice Christmas tree. It's something I'm good at. It's the one thing that I enjoy. And you know what? That's okay. Because the rest of the season is about making everyone else happy and making sure they have their enjoyment. So I allow myself to have my Christmas tree and I put it in my room where I kind of shoo my family away. I don't want my kids around the Christmas gifts around the tree. I don't want them breaking anything that I've collected over the years. And I just want them to leave the Christmas tree alone. I think it's pretty. It's a room where I can enjoy. My husband and I can sit in there and have coffee 
um, in the morning and it just is quiet and peaceful and it really brings me a lot of joy for the season and that's okay. I think a lot of times as moms, we're so focused on making sure everyone else has joy. It's okay for us to say, hey, no kids allowed. This is a, a, a space for mom and dad. So that's what I mean when I say my kid-free zone. My kids have all of the other stuff. They do the advent calendar every day. They set up their stockings. My husband does the outside decorations. But um, as long as we just have that one kid-free zone, the kids can have the rest. So that's what I mean by creating zones. All right, step number three, label and contain. I'm going to give you permission to buy as many crazy containers as you want this time of year. Um, you do need specific containers for things like uh, your Christmas wreath, um, bows, uh, ribbon, all of that stuff gets smushed um, in traditional containers. So definitely get specific when you purchase your Christmas or excuse me, holiday containers. I know it's not just about Christmas. We have a lot of different um, holiday type of decorations, but definitely when you go to the store, you can get specific on color or the type of, um, storage container that you want to choose. Um, when you do choose and you pack up your holiday items at the end of the season, make sure you're labeling the bins and getting very specific. Again, this goes back to the sorting and step one, you want to be able to just pull out the bins that you need. Um, if you're like us, we don't go through every single bin every single year. We kind of do a rotation of them. So it makes it really easy when it's time to pull those um, bins out and decorate your house. Um, you'll know exactly what you're getting when you label them very, very specifically this time of year. I know some of that goes a little bit against what I would normally tell you if it was another space or area. But this is, you know, it's the holidays. You can get very specific with this type of thing. Okay, step number four, teach and maintain. This is simply just repeating steps one through three every single year. If you constantly, if you do some decluttering every year, you make sure you resort some stuff, you label and contain every year, it'll get easier and you'll just have a system. So that's primarily what step four is all about is just maintaining your system that you've created for yourself. Okay. So those are my tips for home organization. I'm going to now move into some time management tips. Um, if you're not familiar with my time management buckets, I actually have a um, time management guide on my website exciting news. Um, I've been trying to redesign it um, all year. It's finally done. I'm so excited about it. So definitely stay tuned for the updated version of the time management journal. So my time management buckets, I'll um, lay them out for you. It's family, social, financial, home, physical, quiet time, and work. What are these? These are all of the areas of our life. They're very general. So everything in your life can fit into one of the seven buckets. It's just a way for you to kind of take a bird's eye view of your life and say, 
Am I, you know, where am I um, needing to put a little bit of effort or time into? So the reason they're buckets is that because we, we divide our time between different buckets. And sometimes it's a good indication of where we're putting too much of our time. So for instance, maybe you're putting too much time into work. This is a process that you can kind of take a step back and say, oh, you know what? I haven't been doing, I haven't been putting some time into my physical bucket. So I'll go through and what you should just be considering for this time of year. All right, we'll start, we'll start with family because to me, this time of year is all about family. Um, and again, our traditions. So when your family bucket, I just want you to remember to enjoy your family. I want you to relax. I want you to laugh. I want you to do all of these crazy, fun, silly, um, nostalgic traditions and enjoy them. Just don't take things too seriously. Let go of any kind of thing of perfection, unless it's like your one thing, like my Christmas tree. Um, you know, you can allow yourself something that you enjoy, um, but definitely relax and enjoy the season. Um, I'm so grateful, I have to say, for my three children who keep me on track with our family traditions. Um, it just, it's such a precious thing to me because I realize, like, you know, those are the things that they met that matter to them. And this time of year, it's fun to hear them share stories as they get older and um, all of the fun things that they've experienced this time of year with all of our traditions. So to me, a big part of the season is all about family. So definitely just enjoy it. Um, The next bucket is your social bucket. And this is about your friends and your hobbies and that type of thing. This time of the year, I want you to do two things. I want you to say no to things that do not matter to you, and I want you to say yes to the things that do matter to you. So give yourself permission. So often it's so difficult, especially as women, to say no. We feel guilty. We feel like we have to be there for everything. We have to do everything. We don't want to let people down. It's okay to say no. Give yourself permission. Say yes only to the things that matter most to you for this season. I'm just saying one season. You have the rest of the year to be super involved. Um, Say yes to everything if you want, but give yourself the gift of just letting some stuff go this time of year. All right, the next bucket is your financial bucket. I want you to stay on budget. I freely admit um, this is not a bucket this time of year that I um, always stick to. My husband and I will get like a budget and it's always this um, moving budget. I wish we were a little bit better on this. So this is something that I do try to work on every single year. This year, I'm a little bit better um, at doing it than I was last year. So every year I get a little bit better. Um, I don't feel like I have to like overbuy for my kids I realize um, I don't have to buy for every person in my life. Um, So I just, again, try to keep things in perspective and try to focus on staying on budget for this time of year. The next bucket is the home bucket. And again, kind of going back to the home organization, 
Make your home a sanctuary. Make it merry and bright. Um, Let go of some of the clutter. Like Make your home a gift to yourself. Make your home a place where you walk in the door and you're happy to be there and you're able to relax and you're just able to enjoy your home. Give yourself the gift of just having a home that is your own. It doesn't have to be a home that impresses other people, just a home where you feel like it's your sanctuary out of life. And a big way that you can do that is trying to focus on letting go of some of the clutter. So go back to some of my episodes about clutter and kind of work through some of those steps if you have the time this season. But again, don't put so much pressure on yourself. You have the rest of the year to work on this. All right, the next bucket is always my most difficult one, and that's my physical bucket. My physical bucket encompasses anything about my physical self, my um, physical well-being. It's you know eating right, exercising, going to the doctor. Um, so this time of year, because I'm such a big chicken about going to the doctor. But I know I need to use, you know, we're blessed to have insurance, so I need to use those benefits before they expire. So I make sure to do my end of the year checkups. So if that's something that you struggle with, try to get that done this year. Good luck trying to get an appointment, though, I will say, unless you've made them already. Doctors are hard to get into in December because a lot of people are doing the same thing and they also want to enjoy their their season, their holiday season. So they're not um, always working as many hours. But if you can get in, get in to do those annual checkups. And also don't blow your good eating habits and good physical habits this time of year. If you have a bad day, it's okay. Again, let it go. Just Realize that there's always tomorrow and you can always get back on the wagon and whatever it is to you, hitting the gym, um, you know, eating better. Um, One thing that I, I try to do is I try to eat oatmeal, just plain oatmeal, blueberries every morning. And so, but if I have a really great breakfast and we go out to do something fun, that's okay. There's always tomorrow. So don't totally blow it for the season definitely enjoy and then get up back on track as soon as you can. All right, the next bucket, and this is quiet time. Quiet time is your, uh, for some people, it's spiritual devotion or religious devotion. Um, For others, it's just simply being quiet. Just, I have friends that are really into meditation. Uh, Whatever it is for you, I really believe that all human beings need some quiet time. I know this as mom, when my kids get a little too crazy, that's what time out is. It's removing them from the situation and just putting them in a spot where they can calm themselves down and before they rejoin the rest of the, the family. Um, it's definitely something I think that even adults can benefit from. It's just kind of removing yourself from a situation, giving yourself some quiet time, again, whether it's reading your Bible, meditating, um, maybe doing yoga, um, 
whatever it is to you, whatever just kind of speaks to your soul, give yourself the gift of some quiet time this season. Uh, One of my favorite things to do, again, why I have a kid-free zone, I like to sit in my room with my Christmas tree when when it's dark, watch the lights blink, and just kind of chill and not have to think about anything. And it just kind of recharges me. So give yourself the gift of some quiet time. All right, the final bucket. This is your work bucket. So whether it is work is paid or unpaid occupation, it's as simple as that. So I've been a stay-at-home mom. I've been a work outside of the home mom. I've been a work-from-home mom. I've done all of it. And I just think that no matter what you do, you need to start thinking of the next year. So don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. This is your time to start being a little bit reflective on your work bucket. So I want you to just start to think of goals for 2020. And what do you want out of the new year and also new decade because we are entering a new decade. So whether it be a little bit of journaling or in your brainstorming part of your time management journal, I want you to start thinking of some new goals that you're going to set for yourself. I'm a big believer, especially when it comes to work, that it's that work is something, whether you're a butcher, baker, or candlestick maker, you should be striving to hit some goals um, in your work life. And so I want you to start thinking of those goals. Where do you want to be? in December of 2020 work-wise. Start writing those things down. Start brainstorming. If you um, are in an occupation where there's a lot of training, start doing some research on training classes or certificates. Or if there's a promotion, um, starting to, to put steps into place that you could work towards that. If you are wanting to get back into the workforce or leave the workforce and stay at home, what steps are you going to put into place to make that happen for you in the next year? So I'm a big believer in you should always have goals that are measurable uh, for your work life, for your work bucket. So that's what I want you to be thinking on for your work bucket in the upcoming year. So overall, those are my tips for having a um, wonderful holiday season. Um, Don't stress about stuff too much. You don't have to do everything. They're just ideas to get you thinking, um, to give you a little bit of a break, to pat yourself on the back, and to, to most importantly, enjoy this holiday season. So I hope that you guys are looking forward to some peace and some joy this time of year. I'm excited for what the new year and the new decade brings. I want to thank all of you guys for listening to this podcast, um, for sharing it, for your feedback, for your comments. It means more to me than you guys can possibly understand. Um, This is, again, something I've wanted to do for a long time. And I can look back at December 2018 to December of 2019 and say I finally was able to accomplish one of my goals, which was this getting this podcast up and running. So again, thank you so much for listening and 
Stay tuned for another episode of the One Organized Mama podcast. Thank you.